I'm Kerry from Tabletop Crafter. I do 3D prints, make dice bags, candles, jewellery uh, and other D&D accessories. You can find me at Tabletop Crafter on Instagram. I'll be playing Amy, the happy-go-lucky paladin who wants peace, not war, and thinks everybody should just be friends. I'm Laura from Darkmoon Dice. I make handmade dice sets and you can find me on Instagram at darkmoondice or on my website at darkmoondice.co.uk. I will be playing Eden, the Aladrin Warlock and ex-Royal Spy. I'm Daniel from Detailer Woodworking. I make wooden gaming accessories such as dice chests, dice trays, even wooden swords. You can find me on Instagram at Detailer Woodworking or on my website detailerwoodworking.com. I'll be playing Erdin Septa, the elven bloodhunter, who sees his travelling companions as a means to an end. Hey, I'm Abby from Trade and Tested. I make dice trays, dice bags, tray bags, and I also sell the odd occasional dice set. You can find me on Instagram at Trade and Tested, and you can also find me on Facebook too. I'll be playing Anarchist, the tiefling druid. She has a very dodgy Welsh accent. She's very charismatic, but also judgmental too. Oh, and don't forget Nutkin, the pet squirrel. She loves him lots. My name is Drew Murray from Master Tier Gaming a professional games mastering service that you can use to play games like Dungeons & Dragons, Call of Cthulhu, Star Trek Adventures, or anything else that you like. Contact me if you want to have your own game run by a professional games master. You can contact me via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on Twitch or on YouTube, or you can get in touch directly via the website, mastertiergaming.com. I will be dungeon mastering today's session, crafting the world and characters that these adventurers will be interacting with. We were in an elven city, the city of Tharansari, uh, and we'd learned a few things. Uh, do people want me to recap what we'd learned, or one of you guys want to take on the mantle? Uh, maybe very, very... Uh. I don't mind. I was going to say, someone do a very quick recap, I guess. Yeah, because I, I kind of know where we were. Yeah, I'm just we're off to find the Silver Man. <laughs> yeah, so we're going yep. looking for the Silver Man, and then we're going to go look for Ed and Sword in the Undercity, hmm. where then Ed and will have to become our uh, servants because <laughs> it's a place for me and Anarchist, our yeah. kind. I'm not going to do great down there. No, you might want to change your clothes back. Yeah, this is no. where I kept my old clothes, yeah. I think this might be our time. <laughs> yes, the petty criminals and um, all the outcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, leave you up here to, we'll leave you up here if you want, or we can leave you for dead down there. It's entirely up to you. Think of how many people I can help down there, though. <laughs> think of how many people need our help, need the light of feature are brought down into the undercity to them to improve and there's going to be so many people like me sorry oh, and Xander like Xander too oh Xander would like it down there it's going okay, to be let's lovely go. <laughs> not as excited about it anymore <laughs> <laughs> just a, a, an entire city full of Xanders just on street corners one leg perched up against uh. it a cigarette <laughs> Just, just I, the only I, thing is mood lighting. 
And I stroll in in my silk suit. Like, hello. You're going to get robbed yeah. so quickly. You are. You've already been robbed up here. Well, I'm down there. <laughs> uh, so uh, you will be heading towards the industrial district. Uh, so you head east. Uh, you wander through some very, very nice uh, Baileys of the city walls. There are quite a few people wandering about. You see the occasional person who seems like there might be a servant, uh, most of them elven looking. Uh, they are wearing less ostentatious garb than the rest, uh, usually earthy tones, but still finely turned out. Uh, a lot of uh, collars and buttons and things. So they're presentable. And Eventually, you come to a large set of gates that, rather than opening on hinges, pull apart. Uh, as they are being pulled apart for you, there is smog on the other side. The buildings have this sort of ruddy, grey-brown tinge to them. There are quite a few chimneys spouting smoke, all of it being kept inside this area uh, you see that there's uh, a few guards standing on top just occasionally uh, moving their arms in a, a whooshing gesture uh, and gusts of wind follow their arms and push the smoke away can i do the same with my tarmaturgy can i copy them <laughs> <laughs> you can yes and you're able to produce a very similar effect and keep the smog away from you nice uh, so I if you want it to into Eden's face. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? So I was I, going to just a bubble around you, but all right. <laughs> when she does that, when uh, when Anakis does that, as as I'm still thinking, we need to be pretending to be like Eden's help or something. <laughs> I I run up to Eden and get out like a hanky or like. Or and start like rubbing his face to like clean the muck off <laughs> that uh, Anarchist just sort of blew all over him. Like, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so sorry, sir. Oh, kind of like trying to clean it up. I let her and just like, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Besides the guards atop the wall, uh, you don't see a lot of movement around here. Uh, you do hear um, the occasional like conversation shout. Uh, you see at the end of the street that you're currently on, uh, you're, you're in an intersection, but down at the bottom of the street near the outer wall, uh, you can see a cart being pulled along uh, by a few uh, elves uh, that are chatting to each other and shouting, calling to someone near a warehouse-looking building. It looks like this is the place where uh, there will be uh, smiths and uh, smelters of all kinds, uh, people working with a wide range of materials. So, so uh, out of character. So I obviously, I know there are things, oh, <laughs> I don't know how much I want to say. <clears throat> I think you know what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I can... Pretend that I do. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly don't know what you might because because there are a couple of things, and I'm trying to work out which without. Just send it in a message. Send it, uh, 
Brothers. Yeah. That's my Facebook. Guys, carry on. I'll send you a message to go. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll send it to my Facebook. Ed and sir, should we find the uh, silversmith? Yes, yes, I, I suppose we should. Yes, good. Like, really, really patronizing kind of, yes, good. Yes, silversmith. Um, I agree, because I feel like this is us bonding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're making friends now. <laughs> I'm still annoyed that, like, two or three episodes ago, I tried to reach out and smile oh. and cheer you up, and you just seemed to, like, blank out and ignore it. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I know that. Um, <laughs> it's, so you said there was someone about Drew. There was, like, a two elves with a cart. Yeah, uh, the... the a good hundred feet away, they're down the street. I head towards them to ask them. I'm not going to shout to them. Hmm. Not, not very becoming. As they see you uh, approaching, uh, they stop the cart and bow really deeply. Can we I, help, sir? I give them a, a, a short little, you know, curt little nod. Hmm. Um, and I go, yes, um, I'm looking for the silversmith, uh, Furush. I'm in need of his services. If you could point me in the direction, please. I'd be much obliged. Uh, one turns to the other. They quickly nod, and one of them picks up the cart all by themselves and very slowly starts hauling this massive cart uh, along the street while the other one uh, waits for him to pass. And as he uh, takes this uh, cart away from between you, he then takes a step forward. Says, ah, I can take you to him, sir. Yes, please. Be, be my guest. And he... So that's uh, walking down the street, uh, taking you to a small hovel-looking thing. Uh, this is a building that has been scrubbed, so it is pristine white, like a couple of other buildings, but most of them kind of have this soot layer uh, laying on top of them. He points you to the door uh, and simply says, um, so inside there you, you should find him, but... Um, I, I do want you. He can be a little bit crotchety at times. Uh, yes, yes. His reputation precedes him. Hmm. Uh, I, I thank you. You're welcome, sir. Uh, if you ever need anything else, do give a call. Yes, thank you. What, what's your name? Oh, uh, you, you won't need my name, sir. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name? Oh, uh... Yeah. Um. Random NPC. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family name. Find a lot of them here. Well, you, you have Airden's thanks. Uh, he he uh, uh, bows deeply and turns and then shouts his name across the winds and you, you remember <laughs> it for the rest of your life. His, his, his amazing name. Anyway, uh, the door sits in front of you. Yeah, we go in. After you, sir. I open the door for Eden. I just scroll and my then, like bow as he walks past. Oh yes, this is great. <laughs> um, I think I've kind of. I think I'm almost getting into this now. I'm almost like forgetting that it's a bit. <laughs> I'm like just thinking this is how. Yes, this is how it should be. This is great. Um, no. <laughs> They both like the on each shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we go inside. Sweet. Uh, entering, uh, you just sort of uh, push on the handle. The door swings open, 
inside you get this really strong metallic stench uh, filling your nostrils. Uh, all the windows have been shuttered. Uh, there's uh, one person uh, standing at uh, the far end of a very narrow corridor with this bright orange glow all around him. He's almost silhouetted. He's uh, standing in front of this large bowl, slowly tipping the contents into something in front of him on a table. Uh, there are two rooms, one to either side, uh, that are coming off this corridor, uh, and the one directly in front of you. Uh, the ones to either side uh, appear to be a sitting room and a sleeping uh, chamber. Both very small, uh, very sparsely decorated. Can I go and investigate the living room? See if there's anybody in there? For Eden's safety, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the living room, you see, has two stools, a small table, and a small chest uh, on the table. Uh, like a small... Like this. Can I go and invest? I take it the guy hasn't noticed we're there yet, or has he? Yes, his back is to you. Okay. I just cough. As he's tipping this, he doesn't move, and he just says, I'll be with you in a minute. Just hold on. Keeps tipping, keeps tipping, (laughs) and stops, sets it to the side, takes off these big, uh, heavy leather gloves and sets them aside. As he turns around... Uh, he looks familiar to Erden. This uh, appears to be the gentleman that helped you find your clothes. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, uh, we have the pleasure of meeting again. Um, we do indeed. You must be foolish. I, I, I didn't realize. I am. How are you finding your new attire? Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Hmm. Um... I, I, well, uh, I'm here with these, my, my two charges here. Um, we're looking for, uh, how do you say, powdered silver, uh, ground silver, and uh, we're pointed in your direction. Hmm. Oh, well, I certainly would be the person to provide that. I am a silversmith. Tell me, what do you need it for? Well, as you know, um, it's uh, one of the major ingredients in holy water, and um, we're needing to create quite a large quantity. Um, I myself am needing to replenish my supplies. Um, But yes, uh, this is just what we need. We just need the the silver. Everything else we can deal with ourselves. Oh, yes, I can certainly help you with uh, some powdered silver. How much are you needing? How much are we needing? It's a... Is it a hundred uh, gold piece worth? Shit. So is that going to cost us a hundred gold? I presume. Uh, <laughs> potentially. Just ask and then we'll see. Uh, well, uh, we need a hundred gold pieces worth. Uh, are you making an industrial vat of holy water? Apparently so. Hmm. Gold pieces. Hmm. And how urgently would you say you need this amount? I, I turned to the other two and just like, well, um, we we need it as soon as possible, right now. If if you have it, 
please, sir, kind elf. I bow profusely. <laughs> ah, very good. <laughs> Uh, could everyone give me a charisma saving throw, please? Oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> saving throw. Oh, why am I getting my phone out? What so, are you wanting? It cut out, sorry. Uh, sorry, a charisma saving throw. Oh, you kidding me? Six, 16. 18. Come on, baby. 11. Uh, he looks at each one of you in turn, looking you up and down quickly. Uh, he then turns back, picks up his gloves, and sort of like wrings them and stretches them a little bit, and you notice some flecks of silver falling to the ground as he steps forward with these heavy boots. You know, a lot of people would do an awful lot of things that they may not be proud of in order to get their hands on just a handful of powdered silver. Oh. What you're asking for it literally a barrel full a barrel full of silver powder which means that it must be an act of desperation if you were wanting that much powdered silver and you mentioned holy water that suggests to me that what you're wanting to do is make a magic circle which means that you are wanting to dabble in something to do with a fey no not a fey undead maybe oh Demons. Ah. He points at Anarchus. I see a flicker. A weakness in your resolve. This is something to do with the divine. Uh, he throws his gloves back down to the table. I can help you. I can. But I need a favor in return. Uh. What's the favor? Come with me. And he uh, tries to push past you in the narrow corridor out the door. Can I, yeah. can I roll an insight check? Yes, please do. I forgot we could do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just have, like, Amy doesn't really do insight. She just <laughs> 21. Okay, uh, so you know that he recognized something in you, Anarchus. Um, he has tried to assess each of you to try and find a, a weakness, a way in. And he's got the bearing of a business person, a very shrewd merchant, it's possibly someone who dabbles more in the, the gray areas when it comes to legalities. And he seems quite excited at the idea that he has you guys looking for quite a lot of silver. He doesn't seem mm. to want to harm you directly, though. Directly. What? <laughs> Not indirectly. <laughs> Who's he going to sell us to? Who's he going to sell us when I'm talking? Um, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I. Uh, okay. Let's go. And we're just going to be Everyone. very wary. Of, I'm just very wary of him. Very wary. I don't trust him at all. Yeah, I'll let those two go first and then follow. I mean, I'll, I'll be like happily like, get the silver, gonna help my friend. <laughs> I just say to I just say to Amy, I just say Amy, just under my breath so he doesn't hear. Just just be careful. Always, okay. I'm always careful. Mm, yes, you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just be careful. All right. Just have your wits about you. Okay. 
I'll go first. As you follow him out of the building, he heads across the street to one of these plain walls that were pointed out to you before by the guards uh, and that Erden has seen uh, before. Uh, and he steps into the wall, swivels slightly, and then disappears. Can I try and copy? Uh, you can, yes. Uh, give me a perception check, please. Rola, do you believe enough check? <laughs> Oh, that's not good. Um, that'll be a two. Uh, you wander up to the wall, and this is just solid wall. There is no, there is no doorway or anything here. Can I knock on it and just shout his name? Uh, as you shout his name, his head pops next to yours um, from the side of you, not in front of you. Yes. Uh, we can't. I can't get. Through. Could you open the door for us, please, sir? Kind sir. Bow, bow. <laughs> he gives you a dismissive look, shakes his head, turns, and carries on walking. From your position now, Amy, you can see that uh, he has walked um, down a narrow passageway between two walls. Yeah. Like Labyrinth. You see now that. Uh, yes, exactly like that. <laughs> It looks like a flat bit of wall when you first approach it, uh, but if you step uh, in, there's basically like a few feet uh, of, of like depression, and then you can go around it. Cool. Uh, go on, guys, look! <laughs> <laughs> Excitedly go down the corridor. Uh, so, yeah, uh, as you guys uh, travel Ooh. through this hidden door. Oh, as soon as, uh, well, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm not in like the upper world or whatever mm. it is um as soon as i'm out of sight of like you know not out in the open i'll get changed into my um you know my mm. street clothes my old kind of dirty adventuring things <laughs> classic airden uh you'll note as you're pulling on your boots mismatched as they are uh that uh the mud has been brushed off them and mm. while they haven't been fully polished uh, a lot of your clothes have just been given a quick dust uh, while they were dressing you in the newer clothes. So a little bit tidier. Uh, also, uh, a bit of ripping uh, uh, in your coat has been stitched up quickly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Farouche uh, leads you down a set of spiral stairs. Uh, after a good 20 feet or so, uh, he then stops at a landing. The stairs do continue down, but he stops, uh, takes you to uh, this sort of mud rock carved uh, corridor that goes for about five feet, and there's a portcullis in front of it. He pulls on a cranked lever on the side, which lowers the portcullis slightly as it goes down into the ground. He then lifts it again, and pulls it down, and with each crank, it pulls this portcullis down a little bit more uh, until eventually it uh, rests entirely inside its uh, guard on the floor, and he invites you all to cross the threshold with him. Can I ask where... where are we going? We're going to my office. But wasn't that your office up there? Over there? Is he saying... One of them. <laughs> this is so <laughs> ominous. One of them. 
<laughs> I want to I want to roll another insight check. I do not trust this slimy git one bit. I, I, I honestly have no idea what you're on about. This guy is the most trustworthy, straightforward. <laughs> oh well, that's bloody rubbish. That's the natural two. <laughs> that's a six on uh, Um, you sense that he's. A, essentially leading you guys to the slaughter. Uh, um, this guy is going to turn a corner, swivel on his heels, and, like, drive a dagger into one of your hearts. So, Anakis isn't happy then. I'm going to, I'm going to shout, um, Baroosh. Hmm? And I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy, and I want my eyes to turn, I want them to flame. And I just want to Im- intimidate him and just sort of say, I hope we're not going to find trouble down here. Give me an intimidation check. Nice. I rolled for, uh, pretty well as well, but um, now I only got a 17. Uh, so, <laughs> he lowers his gaze for a moment only flicking his eyes up uh, as he's uh, talking I assure you I, I'm not going to harm you I simply wish to speak in a more safe environment fewer ears okay okay um, alright yeah. okay let's uh, keep going a few more twists and turns, uh, you notice that there are a few windows carved into the mud and rock to the side, but not found any doorways as yet. Um, After about a minute of wandering through these very tight corridors and passageways underground, uh, you then uh, appear in an opened-up area. These are the foundations of the buildings up above, uh, stretching down, and all the streets are mirrored underneath. Uh, so it's basically like a, a mirrored, reflected version uh, of the city, with the exception of the fact that the districts are not separated by walls. It's entirely open. Um, you see lots of people wandering about. There are gangs of dragonborn wandering about, uh, all manner of different uh, scale, colors, uh, height. Uh, they are talking in a a strange uh, language that's got a a lot of clicks and uh, phlegm at the back of the throat sort of sounds. Uh, Does anyone speak Draconic? I don't think so. I um, just kind of, you know, keep my hands on my pockets and my my few remaining, like, possessions and just kind of, you know, I've been pickpocketed once. I'm not going to let them pickpocket me again. (laughs) There are a bunch of kids running around. Uh, you notice that there are a lot of people with uh, an elven appearance, sort of hanging about in doorways and uh, around the streets. But this place seems very busy, very lively. There are street vendors here uh, selling all kinds of uh, freshly fried vole and um, you know worms in a small paper bag that you can eat on the go. Are any of them selling weapons or anything shiny? You do, 
You see a few places with weapons on the back wall, but no one like shouting, you know, daggers for sale, three for a pound. Okay. <laughs> Everyone seems to be selling like uh, food or small trinkets and things. No one seems to be selling weapons, but you do see weapons on the back wall. Um, but you can certainly make some inquiries if you want. Um, I think just if we get the chance, I don't want to go too much out of our way, but because we're following uh, Farish. But yeah, like yeah. if we go past any of the stalls close enough for me to have a look, I want to just like, mm. you know, have a look at what they're selling and see if I recognize any of, you know, the trinket that I lost or my or my rapier. Uh, Farouche eventually gets to uh, his office, which is a place underneath the temple uh, up above. Uh, as he's uh, sitting down in a large shaylong that he's got there, uh, he then snaps his fingers and uh, a few uh, small half-elven children uh, come out, one with uh, a bowl of hot soup, uh, the other one with a samovar and several cups uh, on a small trolley, which he wheels out and offers tea for all of you. I just sort of say to the children, thank you, little ones. Uh, they... they oh giggle and titter. <laughs> I'll take the tea, but not drink it yet. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll take one as well. Um, uh, you see that the lighting is provided by a, uh, a lot of oil lamps uh, dotted about the place. Uh, but uh, in here, he's got a few jars with glowworms set about. Uh, so a lot of the place has been lit with a, a very orange hue. Uh, but in this place, it's this very uh, sort of calming blue that's lighting the area. Is it? Um, he... Is there any like sign of the temple above down here? Like, does it look like it has any religious stuff? Like, there doesn't seem to be any religious stuff. But you see the extension of the pillars that were holding it up, uh, yeah. continuing down. Oh. Uh, he stretches on the the shaylong. Ah, right. Uh, while you're here. Uh, feel free to make, make yourselves at home, but um, I wish to talk business. Uh, you're wanting the powdered silver. Um, oh, he waves at someone, uh, whispers into the ear. Uh, it's a dragonborn. He's uh, quite a tall, uh, buff, broad person with a reddish hue to his brown scales. Uh, as he's being whispered to, he stares at each of you in turn, and as he straightens up... <laughs> walks away. <laughs> I think the question we all have on our mind is, but how handsome is he? I was just going to say, like, this would be my, up my street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, it's anarchist. She's quite, well, I don't know, she's turned out to be a character that I didn't plan for, so. <laughs> Ed and Will notice, uh, taking a quick look around, that there are a few stalls set up right nearby, including one with a small boy who is staring at Erden quite obviously. I stare back. <laughs> he shrinks down in the stall that he's in on the far side uh, of the counter, and now it's just his eyes above. <laughs> How far away is it? It's about 30 feet. I just you kind can of... You easily just stroll over. I'll just, like... I know we're in the middle of conversation with Farish, but I'll just, like... Two seconds. Uh, please continue. I'll be back in a moment. 
Where they, are you they going? Can, they, can, they can speak for me. And I'm going to go across and approach the stall with the little boy. Uh, you say your passive perception was 14, yeah? Yeah. This stall has a wide array of weapons for sale. There's a few hatchets that seem to be crudely made, uh, hacked out of whatever scraps of metal and wood they could find, uh, an array of daggers, some of which very ornate. There's one rapier hanging above all the rest of the weapons that looks very, very familiar. I'll ask the little boy, oh, oh, this this rapier there, that's a very fine piece of work, isn't it? Where where did this come from? Been in my collection for the, the, a great number of years, my lord. Oh, really? It's a very, very fine piece of work. Is it for sale? Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, it's it's available for uh, whatever uh, coin you you might have for the dwarven, elven, human. We we take all sorts. I see. Um, well, um, I have this, and um, I take out my crossbow and point at him. I'm like, so, how about you give me the, the rapier that you took from me? I'll just take that away, and we'll speak no more of this. And. Um, well, that, that'll be that. Eden feels large bodies on either shoulder. Yeah, oh, what else no, is going to happen? Can I... Sorry, go on. No, it's okay. I was going to go running over. I just okay? sort of... Have we, seen, have we seen this happen? It's only 30 feet away, so... Oh, guys, yeah, I just say... I really say to Farouk, I say he had his... The rapier stolen earlier, and I think it's that rapier that's up there. How unfortunate! Oh, can I? Right, I want to run over like to these men who are like starting to gang up on Eden. Um, like, oh, I'm so sorry for for uh, his uh, hostility. It was just a misunderstanding. Please, please, everything's fine, and I'll push the crossbow, like, down. Uh, the blue dragonborn that's on his left shoulder and the uh, almost sickly yellow-skinned tiefling that's on the other shoulder both turn to look at you uh, with a glare in their eyes. Could you give me a charisma ability check? Um, I think persuasion would probably be the best. Do you want to add a proficiency to it? Yeah. Uh, I don't actually have proficiency. Fair enough. Oh. Um. No, oh, I'm so sorry. Five. Well. As they glare at you, they both then turn back to look at Erden, and one of them, uh, the, the Dragonborn, with his claw, just scrapes at Erden's neck, oh. drawing a little bit of blood. Not a good idea. Looks over to Farouche. Uh, oh, just, I, I, I just sort of, I look directly at the dragonborn in the eye, in the eyes, and I walk over with intent. Can I, I just want to be like, Eden, Eden, no, no, I kind of, no, uh, no. See, I have a reaction when I take damage. No, Eden. <laughs> and I was just no. waiting for them to take damage. Can so. I? I want to like seeing all this starting to like Anaskis coming over and Eden starting to get annoyed. Um, I'm going to pull out my pouch and I put one gold coin on the top of the counter and push it towards the boy um, and say, my friend is just confused. Um, we'd like to take 
that rapier and uh, a, a certain trinket that you, you maybe took as well, if you, if you yes, have it. Yes, I had a small it. trinket of very, very special importance to me. Um, or, in, or information, if you, if you do know who took it. And, and guys, guys, look, come on, let's let's just, we're all friends here, okay? And then I'm going to pass a gold piece to each of the other two people next to Adam. Um, and she's like, look, let, it's just been a misunderstanding, please. Like, we, we just... We're just trying to help our friend, and then we'll be gone, and peace. Make a persuasion check with advantage. It appears you're now speaking the language of Untrathar. Uh, persuasion, uh, 20. Not natural, 20. Hmm. Hmm. The dragonborn grunts and walks away, sort of balancing this drop of blood on his claw. Uh, Typhling uh, takes one strong stride back, but then folds his arms and continues watching. Uh, the small boy uh, sort of pops up, drags the gold piece across the counter, and pops into a small pouch on his side. He then pulls up the, the small trinket and slides it across to Eden. And, and the rapier, please. Oh, uh, you wanted the rapier too, miss? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Uh, happily do so. It's twelve gold. Twelve gold. Can I, can I see it uh, first? Uh, I need to check that it's mine. Eden, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to defuse the situation here. <laughs> I'll take. Sorry, I'll take. While while she's talking, I will take the trinket. So at least I've got that. Um, I kind of bend down, so I'm sort of on the kid's level, and then I'm talking very like you know, like I'm talking to a child. No. How Amy talks to Charles, not how I talk to a child. <laughs> so it was me, and she's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, so I'll say, um, I, I don't have much more than I only had the three gold that I gave you and your friends. We didn't come down here to shop, but maybe, maybe I could give you one of these instead. And I open up the jar of eyes. Um, and pull one out and hold it out to him and say, um, if you put this in your mouth and you hold it there and you suck on it, you you can see the future. So you'll be able to see, like, what you're going to be doing when you're older. That's worth more than the 12 gold pieces. I paid 12 gold pieces an eye. That's your money right there. What do I do with the eye? You put it in your mouth and then you suck on it and then you'll see future visions. It sounds gross, but they taste like sweets. Uh, uh, make one more persuasion check, one more charisma check. All right, okay. Uh, 18. Ooh. He slowly, without losing sight of the eye, picks it up. You can hear it squelch slightly as he does so. Uh, and then the Tifling sort of strides forward again, reaches over Eden's shoulder, grabs the rapier from the back, and then hands it down to him. Thank you so much. Amy, they've just robbed you. Uh, what do you mean they've just robbed me? Well, this isn't money we owe them for anything. We're simply Eden. buying back something they've stolen from me. Eden, look at... And then I kind of, uh, I want to do this so they can't hear me because I don't want to like hurt people's feelings. But I say, 
head and look at what they're living in. Like they they need this. This is this is helping them. It's it's fine. Plus we want we need this guy's help. Like I don't want to cause problems and get kicked out. Okay, it's my stuff. It's my stuff to give. Like don't yeah, don't you worry about it. We have plenty of eyes left. I've still got eleven eyes left. I've still got some money left. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll begrudgingly take my rapier. I'm trying to stare and intimidate the dragonborn, but I imagine it's probably not going to work. <laughs> mm. uh, as you look for the dragonborn, you don't see him. The The blue-tinged dragonborn has gone. The one with the red scales that uh, was being whispered to by Farouche, um, who is slurping his soup uh, from his ceramic bowl. Uh, the red one has come back hauling this massive barrel, which he then slowly places next to Farouche, uh, and he places the bowl on top of it. If you're quite done shopping... Oh. Just, we're, we're done. Um, we'd love to talk business with you now. What, what was the favour that you... Uh... This right here, and he taps the barrel, that is the gold... Uh, not the gold, the silver powder. Of <laughs> <laughs> course. Uh, there must be trust between us for business. And he uh, takes the bowl off, cracks open the barrel, uh, and uh, you see it is a barrel full of dull grey powder. Can I just... just to test, can I... I'll get it right, I'll say to him, I just... I completely trust you, but I've been duped by people before, and I promised I would never let it happen again. So I'm, I'm just gonna put my sword in, okay? By all okay. means. Okay. I, I dig my sword down in just to make sure that there's not like a fake bottom, and it doesn't like it's not the whole barrel. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, there's not like a person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you slaughter an innocent. <laughs> 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 Broken, evil Amy. <laughs> uh, yes, he put Bambi's mother in the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, no, you stick your sword in, and uh, it only uh, hits the bottom of the barrel, the actual bottom, not any false bottom. Uh, and as you pull the sword back out, uh, some of the flex drip from the sword hilt, and uh, they catch the light and glitter. I tap it off like you do with like a wooden spoon on a pan. <laughs> <Too late. laughs> I, I thought so. I, I just, as a businessman, you must understand, like, I just had to check based on past experiences. Of course. Roll my yes. eyes. <laughs> um, now, this transaction is twofold. The first is I need you to carry something for me to somewhere. Just a simple delivery job. If you deliver this for me, the second part of the job should be fairly evident. But uh, I have recently employed people to perform said task, and they found themselves unable to fulfill it. So I shall make it plain for you. I want you to take this jar of liquid uh, and the red dragon ball pulls from behind his back a jar of a almost black inky liquid. Uh, as he shakes the jar, it kind of slops around. Take this liquid. 
and I want you to pour it on the ground of your destination. And then take these, and the Dragonborn pulls from behind his back uh, another uh, hand, and it's full of feathers that have an iridescent sheen to them. And then place these in the blood. Right, okay. This is blood? The bottle is blood? Yes. What? Right. Several questions, which I'm sure, again, you understand, like, we have to get, you know, everything. We need to know what we're doing. Blood of what? Or who, should I say? Can I interrupt, Amy, before he answers any of those questions? Um, let me just get this straight. We're to take the silver away with us on the condition that we will also take this somewhere and do something with it. <laughs> he turns and, and tries to laugh at the dragonborn who just stares at you three, unmoving. <laughs> you could laugh from time to time, you know? <laughs> it's healthy. No. Erden, no. I'm afraid that the barrel will remain with me until the job is done. One, one more, if you'll allow me. How many men do you have down here? <laughs> I can certainly accommodate any needs that you have. Uh, be assured I have enough men to satisfy. I see. <laughs> I just not Adam's interested. <laughs> <laughs> so why well, right, okay. I, I have I have a few questions too. Um so yeah. So, this blood, what, what is this blood of? The details need not be gone into. The uh, blood and the feathers are simply of a thing that was acquired by a person. Uh, the place that you're going is of little consequence to you, as being that you are visitors here. Where, where's, where's the place? It's within the city boundaries, up in Tharansari. Where, though? Uh, simply the home of a friend. What? Uh, okay, if you want us to do this, we're gonna actually need to know where, so... I will tell you exactly where, if oh, you come on. the job. What, right? Why have people not been able to do it? Do Mostly I... gaining access to the property, which I don't imagine to be much of a problem for the three of you, since you managed to get within the city boundaries easily enough. Well... Were they getting hurt, or just turned away? Hmm. They were getting turned away. Uh, the people that I hire to do jobs for me, they are often unskilled, undisciplined. They are turned away easily. Can I insight on that? See whether it was yes. Can I do a arcana? Do I recognize yeah. this magic? Yeah, I was about to ask if I could do if I could do the same because I feel like Erdin would maybe have a you know be able to recognise like rituals and things needed yeah. for things like some like, sort of uh, hellish. If if, if um, Abby, could you instead uh, yeah. if Erdin's going to do an Arcana check, would you mind making it a nature check on your part? Yeah, that'd be seventeen. So I'm doing an Arcana check. Yes. Um, what what's arcana. Abby's insight? Twenty. Not natural. 20. Ooh. Um, he is alluding to the fact that uh, 
they were intimidated into turning away by danger. Okay. Uh, so it is dangerous, and these people left before it got dangerous. Right. They haven't been killed. Okay. Uh, what was Eden's arcana? I got an 18 for arcana. 18 for arcana. And what, what was it you were specifically looking at Just, for the arcana? I want to see if I recognize this as... Um, if I know what it does, because I feel like with Erdin's background, he'll maybe be familiar with like rituals for summoning things or spells or mm. curses that can be put on a place. I just want to see if I have any inkling of what this this is. Like, have I seen it before type thing? Uh, usually, if someone wants to desecrate a place, uh, blood is a, a very good ingredient for that sort of thing. But from everything that you're seeing here, this doesn't seem to be part of any arcane ritual whatsoever. In fact, the motivations for doing this seem incredibly mundane and not clear at all. Okay. Like the, n none of this, like like the, the feathers and the blood don't seem to be connected at all. I got 17. 17 on nature. You recognize the feathers. Uh, this is a very rare bird, something that uh, if someone was rich enough, they would be proud to have in their menagerie. Uh, it is a bird that uh, has a particular way of singing that calms and soothes the nerves in the way of a, a magical spell might. Uh, just, just no matter what mood you're in, always makes you feel better. The blood looks to be of a similar consistency to that of that kind of bird. She's wanting to uh, resonate. It's, it, it's a very expensive bird. I'm wondering if he's wanting to frame someone. Mm. If anyone, mm. if no one else wants to, can I speak to Furish? Well, uh, yeah. Because Amy, you were. I was. I, yeah. Are you gonna like? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just. Oh, the situation. <laughs> Is it gonna be a threat or? No, I just wanted to speak freely to him, but like I forgot what everyone was doing. I didn't want to jump ahead of someone. Um. Okay. Yeah, I was still. I'll finish that little. Yeah, I guess. Um, although I kind of lost where I was. So you, you just do an add and put um, <laughs> Furish, let, let me speak freely. Mm. I have no qualms about what you're asking us to do. I, I really couldn't care less. Um, I don't even care about why we need silver filings for holy water. Um, but if you're asking me to do something, I'm not going to go in blind. I'm not a fool. Just be frank with us. Tell us what it is you want us to do, and then I'll go do this. If you're, I don't know, you're framing someone, you're resurrecting something, casting a spell, whatever. I don't pass any judgment or have any cards with anything, but, um, you know, let's just be clear with each other. Uh, give me a, a charisma ability check. Oh. <laughs> next time we get a level, oh God, seven. Let, next, oh. next time we get to like adds something to our ability scores. I'm going to try and charisma up here in a bit. <laughs> he walks over to the samovar, pours himself uh, a cup of tea, uh, and then takes a long sip. You are very perceptive, Erden. And for a scepter, I think that's an admirable trait. Yes, I am looking to frame someone. He sets the teacup down on top of the barrel of silver. I want you to make it seem as though someone has killed this valuable, valuable bird. Okay. It looks 
it already looks dead to it. All, it already looks dead to me. Oh, it is. So, um, who, who's the target of of this? I just want to make sure it's no one we we know. Uh, the target of this is. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I've only just realised the irony of such a thing. Um, but yes, uh, Silverstar Optin. Um. Okay. Who? Who's this? Is uh, why is that ironic? Oh. Uh, uh, well, those lovely clothes you showed me in earlier, Amy. Um, I think it was the Uptons that, uh, you know, furnished me oh. with those those lovely clothes. Oh. But, um... Okay. But also pickpocketed you. No, I don't... Well, I don't know they weren't involved, and the lady was, you know, quite rude. Um... Um, Bruce, if we go and do this and the framing happens, is it all going to get a bit, like, hectic up, up there? Like, I guess there'll be, like, an uproar or something. Oh, nothing on the... Uh, of, of the sort that you might be expecting. No, Tharansari is a very civil place. This sort of thing will have the authorities called, the accused dealt with. It would be a very quiet affair. Everyone will know about it, but you wouldn't know everyone knew about it. Can I... So I understand your terms. Um, however, let, let me now be frank, since that's what we're all doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my... My... Our friend um, was stricken with something that you sort of touched on before. Um, and he is desperately, desperately injured. Uh, he, every minute that we spend down here, he's moving closer to death. Uh, we need the silver for the holy water now. Like, we need it, like, an hour ago. It, that's how quickly we need it. Whatever the word. Um, that's how soon we need it. <laughs> um, I understand that you are probably using what is our desperation for this to try and get us to do this. Um, I believe my friends and I are willing to do what you ask us to do. However, if we could take the silver first, or at the same time, if we take the silver with us as well as the blood and the feathers um, and get the silver to the cleric so he can start work for our friend and to save him as quick as possible, and then we'll go and do your thing while he's doing that, just so we can get get our friend fixed. That's, that's all I ask. It does sound an awful lot like your friend really needs this silver. Hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll let you take a handful of the silver powder as a, a token. Mm, that's... We need, we need the whole thing. I don't know how making. Do I wait? Wait. Right. Do, do I know how? Do we, Amy? Uh, do I know how? <laughs> yes, Eden. <laughs> do I know how making holy water works? Like, does will he need the entire barrel to do it, or can he do it bit by bit? He he will need the entire barrel. Uh, okay. you, you, there's no half measure with it. Okay. Um, that that's not that's not gonna work. We need the entire thing at once. Um. 
So how about some form of compensation? Hmm. Well, there is, uh, I suppose, some room for negotiation. I want this task done. I want it done soon. I want it done right. Your options appear to be quite limited. If you want this barrel of silver, I want something in return. I want this job done. I suppose the other option is you give me Mr. Scepter there. Just leave him with me. I mean, I actually am kind of warming to Farouk, to be honest. <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> we leave. Adam, <laughs> uh, if, if so, if, if Adam stayed here with you while we took took the silver and went and did your uh, thing that you're asking us to do, and then when it's done, we perhaps we come back and find you and pick up Adam. Oh, oh, you you misunderstand. No, I I want Adam. So you take Adam, but we don't do the. No, no, Amy, Anakin. Shh. <laughs> you don't need us to do the blood thing if you take Adam. It's one or the other. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Yes. Why do I you have need... Why do you need Adam? Out of all the people to take from this group, I advise you that he's not the one to take. Oh. No offense, Adam. No, no, no. It's, it's fine. I, I, are you going to make me a better offer? Well, I'm just... I'm saying he's not... Edna's lovely, but if it's like conversation oh. and, you know, co- like companionship and stuff, not much for talker. He's <laughs> <laughs> not one for chat. I don't... Why, why well, I do, assure you, he won't need to talk. Why do you... Why... Whoa, 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 whoa. Why, did you, why didn't you get that from the get-go, you bloody idiot? I live in the bloody woods and I got it. <laughs> why do you need? Why do you need Adam? This this seems to be involving me. I feel like I should have a say. Um, what would be the terms of me staying here? Am I just to sit here and drink tea and await the return of my traveling companions? That sounds quite agreeable to me. If they wish to visit you, <laughs> no, I mean to keep. You would be mine. Oh, like, like I a pet, see. or a slave, Forever. or a you know. No, 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 Amy. This is this <laughs> is adorable. He thinks he could keep me. This is great. <laughs> let him, let him have his games. I'm quite warming to him. He does have a quite interesting sense of humor. Um, I, you want to save Xander? I have, I have no investment in that. I, I don't know. Oh. Are, you not, are you not on a certain path that you need help with, Eden? I don't oh. think you can do that alone. Out of game for a second, am I? Yeah, I don't know what you <laughs> mean by that. <laughs> I don't think so. We haven't like, delved into my backstory much. I'm just kind of like wanting to root out evil, but yeah. Since since we're out of character for a moment, like yeah. full disclosure, I I, I I'm I'm not. 100% on how to follow through with the whole keeping head and the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we're all just... Fight his way out. We're all just yes and Yeah, well, well, I, I, I feel like we're, we're slowly moving towards Ed and is actually going to be sold to this guy. <laughs> um, and, like, That's I'm, not what we want. No, no, but, but, we... <laughs> guys, we can, like, so, okay. 
So, like, Dragon's Den so- style, I'm gonna... <laughs> right. I'm, I'm gonna say, okay, we've listened to your uh, proposals. Uh, could we just take a minute to, like, just chat over all the options and decide which one we want to go with? Yes. Feel free. Okay, so... Uh, my place is your place. Feel free. Thank you. I bow. I, I, I bow as well. I just look him up and down. Abby, what Abby, what were you gonna say? Or was it an Marcus that was gonna speak? Uh, Who are we speaking to now? I don't know. <laughs> um I was going to say I'm going to say there's things that I need I think I feel I need to find down here. I think I have a path down here. Down here? Yes. So you're saying this now in our little Yes, in our little group. And what? I think I'm go- I think I'm going to need help with what that. Do you, what do you need to find down here? Um I need to find myself down here. You, like a pilgrimage? Mm, sort of. Yes. I need to find I, I, I need to find some answers. Okay. Um right. Eden. Yes. Where are you falling on this framing are you staying here thing? Well, um, hmm. He thinks he could keep me down here. I mean, I think we all know I wouldn't stay here for long. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have any desire to help Xander, but then we have a lot of unfinished, complicated business there that I want to be present for. I, I have two, two suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, wildcard suggestions. Um, one, we refuse, go away, and then we steal the silver powder. Quite, quite feasible uh, between the three of us. I think we have, you know, uh, I, th- I, I do think you both have talents that we could all contribute and team up together and maybe take it. Oh, or, I also or... feel, I also feel that Farouche has a lot of dragonborn. Yeah, that will well, come after us and will probably kill us all. Well, that feeds into my second plan. Right. Um, I'm not sure how the structure works down here, but he seems to be the head of it all. Now, if you were a dragonborn working for what seems to be a crime lord, what if somebody killed the crime lord and took their place? Would you avenge your fallen boss or would you accept the new boss because you're wanting work? I, I don't know. I couldn't possibly imagine what a criminal like that would do. That's. But also, I just want to say thank you for the compliment. That's the nicest thing I think you've ever said to us that we've got talent. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, how is such a good day together? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I I vote for taking over the Undercity. Right. I think uh, we need to get the silver up to... Okay, how about... Oh yeah, there's a time concern. There is a time concern. So, what we could do... The the, the time concern is not um, as pressing. Um, so, the, the uh, Brother Kanto said that he could just continue, continuously heal um, Zan. He won't be able to stop the deterioration, but he, he's able to um, like keep him on an even keel relatively indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can just keep healing him a little bit, spending his spell slots to 
uh, healed a little bit of, of damage that he takes. Um, it's just that he's not going to be a functional person until this ritual is, is performed. Right. Okay. So, what time of day is it now? Right. Uh, it'll be approaching late afternoon. Right. So we need to do this at night. What? What? Why do we? Wait a minute. I've got, I've got the little worm thing, right? But like, yeah. if it latches on someone, it makes them like really like deathly ill. Yeah. Could we yeah. trick Farouk into getting it somehow? But Erdin's just fixated on. He doesn't want Farouk to like I win. I don't even know if you'd need to trick him. To be honest, you could probably go up behind him, open the jar, and it bring out and burrow into his neck. Could we not just charm or command one of his dragonborn to do it? To do which bit? To take to go frame charm someone. The problem is it depends. Charm he probably probably wouldn't. Charm just makes them friendly to you. It doesn't make. Oh yes. Say. And command mm. only lasts for one round, so he'd start it, and then six <laughs> seconds later, it's, it's gone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I. Uh, so we've got right. Our options are basically: we don't do the framing thing. We leave. Uh, as Amy's probably doing, correct. We leave Aiden down here. Um. While well, we take the silver to the priest, and then he'll start doing that and then we'll come back down and in that time Eden will have like kind of got get a bit of a layer of the land or done the worm thing or whatever and then we'll come back down and then help Eden get out again. This sounds or, good to me. Oh I mean I'll be honest that sounds like there's a lot of killing involved in that. That doesn't appeal to me. Um, the, only ki- the only killing I think that's going to happen is Farouche. And by the sounds of it he's a bit of a dodgy character anyway so you could do with I mean, have you ever fair, have you ever made an omelet, Amy? And uh, I imagine so at some point. Okay. Why? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I just even if he seems unsavory now, like that doesn't mean that he always will be. Like. People can change. We can change people if we try hard enough and we're their friends hard enough. Like, it... Well, I'll stay here and I'll try my best to change him and I'll get to work on him while you two take the silver to Xander. Eden, I know what you're like, you know, trying to change him means. Change him into a dead worm guy. Amy, I <laughs> swear I will try to change him for what you would perceive to be the better. I mean, it could go horribly wrong. You have to remember that. I do worry about leaving you down here on your own. Do you want me to stay? Uh, to be fair, you two could stay and I could just run up with the powder and come back again. We can stay. Yeah, call Eden, really. Is it? Oh, I... Okay, it's you, isn't it? It's your person that um... you with him or not. Out of character, like, I have no idea what, like, to do. This is, like, but in a fun way, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, realistically, we should probably do the framing thing, but I don't know if I really want to do Amy it. doesn't want to do that. I, she doesn't want to kill people, she doesn't want to frame people. She's a bit of a tough spot here. And in a totally, like, I know this is bad for you, Drew, the DM, but in a total, like, people playing d and I'm like, yeah, but the DM wants, to, wants us just to go and do that. It's too simple. Like, I want to do something <laughs> different. Full full disclosure, um, like 
when it seemed like you were just gonna happily stay with him that's the bit i was like i hadn't planned for that um, <laughs> the, the, the the choice was always going to be uh, a, a choice of three options it was either going to be you do the job and frame someone who's innocent of a crime uh, or you uh, leave uh, Erden with with him but then like trick him and somehow uh, get out of that however you 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 decided to do that and the third option was to uh, leave it come back at night and steal the silver from him uh, it, it, it was going to be a, a heist type thing no matter what because I, I wanted to do a heist like full disclosure <laughs> I, I want the heist session um, <laughs> see my thinking right. is just that Erdin wouldn't want Erdin doesn't want him to win it's a very like childish petty thing but he doesn't want to just go and do what this guy says and that's it and that's you know that's the end of it mm. and so that's why I'm leaning towards two of the other ones but yeah and Amy doesn't I don't think Amy really wants to frame an innocent person Anarchist just wants to get the job done <laughs> <laughs> you want to spend some time down here as well. Yeah. So why do... All right. Then, how about we leave Eden with the guy. I take the... Uh, with the promise that you're just his forever now. Um, so not really, but, you know. Um, that's what he thinks, so that I can take yeah. the silver. Yeah. I'll take the silver up to the priest and try and cure Thunder. Uh, Anarchist can either stay with you or can start going about searching out her herself she can go to find herself <laughs> i can go find myself that's fine um while keeping an eye hopefully on farouche and erden if possible yes that's fine and then i'll come back down maybe with xander maybe with xander if we can cure him that quickly um and try Ooh. and break you out again i haven't thought of that and maybe with eden even oh yeah you know? Yeah. Kind of get that far on, yeah. <laughs> so, like, hey, so while you were gone, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we need to rest you at. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Let's yeah, do I'm that. Good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Cool. There we go. I, so I turn his back around to Fruit and with like my happiest, brightest smile, um, I think we've come to an agreement. Um, Yes. We re- we relay what we want to do to do what we want to do. We want to split up, and this is what we want to well, do. Well, I don't say. Mm. I'm gonna basically say. Um, so, in exchange for the barrel of silver, now uh, you can have Eden. Hello. <laughs> for like you know, don't. But please don't mistreat him. He is. A person, he, he needs to be treated nicely. I put my feet up and sip my cup of tea. <laughs> as if I'm settling in. I like you. Amy, was it? Yes. My name is Amy. Hmm. Well, the three of you are shrewd merchants, I must say. And you made a choice. Wise yet to be seen, but a choice nonetheless. Could each of you now please make another charisma saving throw? Oh, fuck. (laughs) 22. 22. 14. 19. He looks at each of you, uh, and then uh, wordlessly just nods, glances down to the ground. 
give it to them. I've got what I want. And uh, the big red dragonborn hefts the barrel up and sort of waddles over towards the two of you and pushes the barrel forward slightly as if, take it. Can I take it? I take it. Strong. What is your strength score? Uh, 18 plus 4. Nice. Uh, (laughs) Yes. With a great deal of effort, you will be able to lift it just off the ground. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, how long is that going to take me to? Can I? Can you roll it, Mister Farouche? Um, although I am obviously able to carry this, as I am very strong, um, I may need so I some hand, uh, a hand getting it just up up to the surface. Would one of your uh, men be able to assist me? Uh, my friend, my other friend, has some other business down here, so she'll be staying down here. Yes. Uh, he looks over and he sees the blue dragonborn come back with a cloth uh, on his hands. He gives a quick nod to Farouche. He goes, hmm, do you want one of my men to accompany you to the surface? Yes, please. Not for it, just to get it up to the top and then that's fine. Hmm. Uh, what's Erden's strength score? Oh, it's not good. Um... Sorry, just a second. Um, well, I add zero. It's ten, so I add zero onto it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Erden, mm-hmm. since you are now mine, you are one of my men. I accompany them up to the surface with the barrel and then return straight away. Oh, okay. Sure. Finish oh. my tea. I oh. look at the dragon ball and then back to the dinosaur. Oh, I was hoping to to get to know your your dragonborn friend a little more. Hmm. Oh, I just realized you what's... are you are free to return here at any time. Uh, there are a great many businesses, a thriving community. The nightlife is certainly something to behold. I welcome you to come back and get to know my men any time. Okay. <laughs> I will. Hmm. Wonderful. Eden, <laughs> I shall see you soon. Come on. But, well, I mean, I will say, I've seen Ed try to carry things. I don't know how much help he'll be. <laughs> uh, it's less about uh, strength. If, if he had a negative strength, then that would certainly be uh, an, an issue. Okay. But uh, uh, no, just, just more the distribution of the way by having Eden help you carry it. Okay. It's fine. Um, can I? I hold out a hand to shake hands with Bruce and say it's been an absolute pleasure. Ah, human. Yes, it has been an experience. And he simply nods, ignoring your handshake. Hmm. Come on, Erden. I think Erden, like his face has gone white. He's kind of <laughs> having second thoughts. <laughs> Just Amy, I think I may have made a mistake. <laughs> let's let's talk about it when we're on our way, okay? I just he just nods. Um, Anarchist, are you happy to to go off and do your business now? Aye, that's fine. Okay. I'll meet you, or I'll come and find you down here. But if if I can't, I'll meet you like under what is the central bit upstairs down here. 
Yeah. That's fine. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Stay safe. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> you too. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Bye. So, Amy and Erden will be carting this barrel up to the surface, getting it to um, Brother Canto, and making the uh, holy water, which will take an hour, and then it's a one-minute ritual uh, to perform the magic circle. Okay. So if we accept that Amy and Erden are traveling along that way and getting that done, um, what we'll do is we'll deal with Anakis uh, initially. We'll skip to Amy and Erden and any conversations that they may have on the way and during, mm-hmm. while things are going on, and then back back to Anakis so no one's sort of left. Is is Erden allowed to go the whole way and wait with me for an hour or no? Yeah, I want to see what happens. I have a sneaking suspicion that... Okay, you're just going to try and see, okay? Yeah, we're going to find out. <laughs> cool. So, Anakis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you have an entire city underneath a city to explore. Right. Here we go. <laughs> right, I'm looking for specifically tieflings of my colouring. So maybe, yes, quite bright, maybe purples, pinks, well, any... Yeah, anyone really. Any tieflings. Right. Uh, in that case, give me a. In fact, let me ask Baruch. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask him. So, um, Baruch, um, I obviously I'm I'm not like the people from up there. I'm 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 of a folk from down here, really, and all my mm. life I've never felt like I've quite fit in at home, and it's been it's been quite difficult. And yes, no no one at home quite looks like me. I'm a bit of an odd one out, and I was hoping maybe I'd get some by the looks of it, some answers from down here. Someone might be able to point me in the right direction. Of I don't know, just some answers really as to why I might not look like the people from home. Hmm. Indeed. Well, people down here are seeking peace and respite from the world above. They're free to come and go, but they're not truly free. Down here they are. Bringing things like that up may be sore for them. I wouldn't recommend barging about. It was wise of you to come to me and seek advice and guidance. As for anyone that would be able to help you specifically, I do have a recommendation. Uh, I shall make a note of some directions for you, and you can go on your own. I think that will be best. If they see you with an entourage, they may not wish to speak freely. But I am more than happy to help you out here, Anarchus. Uh, finding one's place in life is important. I know that I struggled for centuries to find mine, but Untrathar is a welcoming place. You will find friends here. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, he calls over for some people to bring him some parchment. He quickly scribbles down some directions and hands them off to you and wishes you uh, a good journey. Thank you. I'll, um, I'll um, try come back and tell you 
what happened. And if I get oh, my answers. I do enjoy stories. Yes, uh, please do. Uh, I am eager to hear what happens. Right. Uh, so, uh, I see this guy so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. He's great. Uh, <laughs> Amy, Ed, while you guys are walking with a big heavy barrel, chat about anything? <laughs> What's up, Eden? You look a little, uh, little ill there. Um, well, um, I don't know. His confidence um, gives me pause. Uh, you'll, uh, we we have a bond. You'll uh, help make sure that I, I get out of here, right? I, I stop and put the barrel down and turn to face you and just say, Eden, of course, always. I hmm. protect my friends with my life. Like I, The plan is all, was always to come back and get you. I just didn't want to do the framing thing. And you seemed up for this. So, hmm. always. We're, we're best friends, right? That's um, what best friends do. Yes, thank, thank you. Hmm. Pick up the barrel. Go back to walking. Just, yeah, deep in thought. Quietly up to the top, I guess. Uh, you get up to the top. Uh, you can feel the cool breeze of the evening air as it begins to descend. It's uh, getting dark out, but you can see that uh, twilight seems to last long uh, in this city. A lot of the buildings are highly reflective of the lights that are being uh, lit about the place. Uh, and uh, you see that the way that you've come up, uh, as you were directed by Farouche, brings you up out of the wall that the guard pointed you at. So you are, in fact, in the central district, right near to where you need to be. How mm -hmm. convenient. Um... I'm fine. I can just keep going. Uh, as you exit, you feel a, a slight trepidation, uh, it seems, but nothing happens. You don't get struck by lightning. Okay. All right. We just, like, keep going to the, the temple. I think is walking like he's uh, expecting to be struck by lightning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the two of you are getting dirty looks from passers-by. Uh, one uh, woman wanders by Ed and tuts and raises her head, uh, and you can hear her say in Elven, Imagine walking about dressed like that of an evening. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, you get to the temple. Uh, Brother Kanto is uh, there, uh, running his hands uh, over different parts of Xander, like uh, gra grabbing his arm, uh, and then reaching over and grabbing a leg. You see the parts of Xander is, uh, are trembling uh, at various points. He's trying to stabilize him. Oh, thank goodness you returned. He's becoming more unstable. Well, thank you for staying with him and for working with him. We we have the silver. Ah, oh, wonderful. How did you manage to obtain so much so soon? Uh, we great cost. went to for, uh, Farouche, do you know? Yeah, Farouche, the silver man. <laughs> yes, I am aware of Farouche. He's a man of great standing, I understand. Hmm. Yeah, we made a bit of... We made some deals, but we got we got the summer. Ah, oh, lucky you. I, I know that anyone that does business with Farouche, they, they usually end up very happy in the end. 
Oh, congratulations. Let's get to work. Yes, let's. Eden, are you, are you staying? Um, sure. Let's <laughs> see how that goes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll help with whatever he needs me to help him with. All right. Um, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I now need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Yep. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's <laughs> a crit one. Oh, oh no. Oh, I don't even need to check what I add on to that. Okay. Um, unless you want me to, but I don't know. Um. Uh, right. Um. Can I just ask, what's Erden's hit points? Oh. <laughs> um, Something like 30. Uh, 32. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> as you uh, stand watching this ritual take place, you, you feel a, a twinge, a pull back towards Untrathar and towards Farouche. And as you feel this pull, it's as though to not do so terrifies you. You get struck with such a deep anxiety. You take 25 psychic oh, oh. damage. Oh my god. Ouch. <laughs> okay. Better go home, Eden. See home. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, okay, Amy, uh, I, I got to, I have to, I, I think I'll go see how Anakis is doing. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go back down. I'll come back and find you in like an hour and a bit. Yeah, an hour, maybe sooner. But whatever, uh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And Just I'll, walk, walk slowly. Yeah, I'll kind of, yeah, I'm not walking slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Running across the... <laughs> uh, right, as uh, Ed and takes off, uh, Amy watches as uh, Brother Canto continues with his ritual, uh, stirring this massive cauldron. Uh, that he's uh, pulled out of a storage cupboard, uh, mixing this silver powder into the water uh, and uh, having a small fire underneath it. Uh, this water bubbling around. Uh, he's yelling some strange and ancient incantation, uh, which you recognize from your days in the monastery. Uh, he's making a lot of holy water all at once. You've never seen someone make this much. Uh, but as he's uh, stirring it around, he's throwing the occasional herb uh, over the pot as well, uh, which is releasing more of this sort of strong cinnamon smell into the air. Anarchus, you find yourself in a street standing in front of a door. Uh, the door is uh, made of uh, ramshackle bits of wood uh, hastily nailed together, but it's covering the doorway. There are groups of people uh, standing around, usually in little clusters, little gangs on the street. There are children running back and forth, chasing a small leather ball. And there are quite a few uh, pets kept around. Uh, dogs on chains, uh, cats free to roam about the place. And uh, moles seem to be a frequent occurrence, scuttling around like a cross between uh, the common street rat or cat. Are you... Uh, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I find one of the dogs and I, I pet it and I ask if it's all right. 
I cast talk with animals. Uh, when you uh, approach it and talk to it, uh, let you know. Okay, lonely. People don't talk. And what about everybody else? What about all your friends? I, I do have lots of friends. Lots of friends in, in other streets. Friend! Friend! <laughs> I'm talking to someone! Friend! <laughs> you hear some barking in the distance. Yay! What I'm gonna I like. cry! <laughs> <Yay>. I call! <laughs> uh, there's a quick barking conversation between the dogs. Uh, and then it uh, sort of uh, nuzzles its nose into you uh, and lets you know that uh, uh, the people that live here, they're nice, uh, but uh, they tend to only feed uh, the, the dog maybe about three or four times a day. He's, he's starving. <laughs> you notice that the dog is a little plump. <laughs> well, I think you've probably had enough. I don't think you need quite that much. Mm-hmm. Mm. But as long as they treat you nicely, they treat you nicely? Oh, they do, they do. Oh, okay. That's good. That's what I like yeah. to hear. And what are they called? Who, who lives here? Uh, I, I just call them tallies. Tallies. I, I, I don't understand what they say. They say things to me, and I, I don't understand. It's just, it's just nonsense. And, I understand and, you though. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Do they? And do they? Do they look like me? A lot of tallies look like you. Okay. And do they have any small tallies? Uh, yes. How many? There are five in this house. There are three in the ones next door. And across the street, ooh, across the street, there's five in that one. Ooh, but one of them, not very nice. Oh, why not? Mm. Always tries to steal my food. Oh, I'm no. Absolutely sure of it. I, he's never managed it once yet. But uh -huh. I'm absolutely sure he's coming close. And then I growl at him. And I go, go away. And he goes away. <laughs> Oh, oh, good, good. I'm glad. Right. Well, I think I'm I'm going to knock on this door. Okay. All right. I'll come and okay. I'll come and I'll come and talk to you afterwards. All right. Okay. That was amazing. <laughs> and he sits and stares. At <laughs> I knock on the door. <laughs> and the door opens. Uh, standing there. Old as brass, uh, a fairly large woman. Uh, she's got bright purple skin, uh, large horns that are uh, sticking up like a like an ibex. Is it ibex or ibex? I don't know. One of those weird like antelope things. Yeah. Anyway, large antelope horns sticking out of her head. Uh, long hair. She's holding a baby in the crook of her arm. Uh, she looks at you for a moment, and then her eyes widen, and she quickly slams the door shut. You hear a shout in a tongue. Uh, which languages do you speak again, Anakis? Um, Druidic, Common, Elvish, and Infernal. Uh, you recognize this as Infernal. Uh, and she shouts, another one's come! Quick, get the family out the back! 
Critter and Hit It is devised and written by Drew Murray of Master Tier Gaming and features Laura from Darkmoon Dice, Daniel from Detailer Woodworking, Abby from Trade and Tested, and Kerry from Tabletop Crafter. Podcast is edited from our bi-weekly livestream every second Friday at twitch.tv slash mastertiergaming. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for updates and fan art, and help us out by leaving a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts.